There are a large number of choices when it comes to our children's education. One of them is overseas education. This remains a popular choice among Hong Kong parents, with destinations such as the UK, America and Australia being particular favourites. Money Talk Extra listener Rita is contemplating sending her six-year-old son to the UK for secondary school or university. Jimmy Lam went to speak to her to understand how she'll plan for it financially. Morning, Rita. I understand you plan to send your son overseas at some point in the future. Um, can you tell us your plan? Yes, sure. My son Kenneth just started his first year in St. Anthony's Primary School two weeks ago. And about our plan, I um, discussed with my husband and we think that we will either send him overseas for secondary school or for university. And how much money do you think you need in order to achieve that? Um, a lot indeed. Because we want our son to study in the UK, we did some research before, and the school fee is around 400,000 Hong Kong dollars per year, and some other costs like um, living expense, extracurriculum activities, flight tickets, all of these we estimate uh, it can be as high as 50,000 Hong Kong dollars per year. And do you think you and your husband can afford that? <laughs> we are not sure on that. If we send our son in secondary school plus university, that's um, around 10 years, so that's more than $4 million. And my husband and I are not millionaire, at least not now. Well, you have another few years to work towards that. Yes, still have the time. But if not, we will send our son to the UK for university only, so um, that would be only three to four years. And you talked about the objectives just now, and how about your current financial situation? Um, definitely not millionaire. We are doing okay. Not too good, but not too bad. We have around $700,000 in funds. So my husband and myself work in finance industry, so we can only invest in funds. And we are still repaying the mortgage for a flat that our family currently living in. That's the major expense item. So after deducting that and our own spending and pocket money to our parents, we can save around 30000 to 40000 Hong Kong dollars each month. So usually once we get our paycheck, we will put it in the funds. And with this current rate of saving and investing, um, do you think the numbers will add up to be enough for your son's overseas education plan? Well, I think one of our concerns is the uncertainty, and that is from my personal experience because in my working place, I see quite a few colleagues suffer from some disease all of a sudden. So some of them need to stay outside of the office for like half a year, some even pass away. So we worry as my husband and I get older, it's the time when we need some money for medical, and that clashes the time when our son reaches secondary school when we want to send him overseas. And also, as I mentioned before, because of regulatory reasons, as employees of financial institutions, we can only invest in some approved funds. You heard there from our listener Rita, who has some financial concerns when it comes to planning for her son to study overseas in the future. To help get some advice for her, Jimmy Lam went to speak to Alvin Lam, money coach at Skylar Professional Development, who in fact just sent his daughter to the UK to further her studies. 
Elvin, I think uh, this topic is uh, pretty relevant to you, as yeah. I understand. You've just sent your kid uh, for overseas education this school yeah. year. So um, what would you advise our listener, Rita, um, to go about planning her family finances, given she has still some years ahead before mm-hmm. her son will reach the age of, uh, for secondary school or even for university? Yes, indeed. I would say uh, it's very good for Rita and her husband to start the planning early. Uh, so well done to them first. But I think before we discuss the money side of things, we should first try to engage the kid in the plan. You know, finally the kid will go by himself, so he should have the decision power in, in the, in the events. Maybe in Rita's case, a six-year-old kid is too young and may not know about the overseas education, but start to expose him to overseas things, maybe uh, not just about education, maybe about anything his interests. For example, maybe, about maybe some... football? Yeah, football, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some movies like the Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think he will be more, more interested on this. And you, you, you did that to your children as well? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, even in Hong Kong, we have time to watch the films and some are about the, the UK, about the US. So at least let them know something about the place, about the culture. I think it's good to them. And so, and after this, maybe we should discuss with the children about the pros and cons of studying abroad. Uh, for example, in the pro side, for the good side, and it can help him or her to be more independent. And it also helps him to gain more growth horizons. And in addition to this, I think that uh, compared with Hong Kong, the subjects to be studied are more diversified when, uh, when, we, and when he is studying in a traditional local school. So it can also help him to uh, explore further about the talent. And but on the other side, about the, the uh, corn side, and for uh, mom and for the dad, maybe they will miss him a lot, and they cannot have time to to visit frequently. And on the on one more fun one one more side is that, and the more rewarding and more fun for him in the in the long term. And indeed, for uh, exposure for uh, Rita for his son, and she may consider sending him overseas for education in a later time. For example, I I believe it's better in form three or four, and I'm afraid it's too young just in form one and to send him out, and especially he has low family support there. Anyway, uh, if he's decided to live in Form 1, and if he's well prepared, certainly he can do so. And did you do that to your uh, children, like bring them uh, overseas to have some kind of exposure first in the family trips or travels? Yeah, before uh, my daughter decided to uh, study overseas, actually I have time to, uh, during the summer, we have a holiday in UK and we have a family trip to UK uh, in 2015 and now it's 2017, so just start her her course there. So two years ahead of time. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Because we need time to, to apply for the school. And for example, for for my daughter's case, uh, she started to study in this school and however we started to apply in 2016 January and in addition, and of course, and if even she likes it, we as a parent, we also need to make sure that we can support them financially. And we, we should plan uh, a better buffer uh, in case uh, she decides to go overseas because you know that it's quite, uh, quite strange if she just study a, a year or two years and, and then I 
tell her that you yeah. need to come back. <laughs> no money, yeah. <laughs> and you need to come back. I think it's quite strange. And to her, it may have a, a very, very bad, yeah, very yeah. bad uh, impact. So on the financial side, and I think we need to have an estimation. For example, for Rita's case, and she estimated that the, the fee for one year is around uh, $450,000 Hong Kong dollar. And this is a reasonable estimation. And it's also a good, but it would be even better to consider other factors. For example, the inflation and also the currency fluctuation. And for example, if you look at the school fee in, in UK in the past 10 years, and I can see that there's a significant change or increase in the school fees. And I'm not sure about the future, but at least we need to prepare more buffer for this. And uh, Rita's raised another concern is mm-hmm. uh, she may need to spend more money on medical in the future, and mm-hmm. which may coincide uh, with the time she wants her son to go overseas. Um, what do you make of that? Mm-hmm. And no matter in what life stage, we, we must have different type of worries. And for Rita, I think she needs to separate the two things, the medical and also the overseas education. And you're right, it's true. Uh, unexpected things may happen, and especially about the health. So annual checkup is very important. And Rita said that she and her husband were in banks, so I'm sure that uh, their employers will all uh, have their health in insurance and also the regular check-up uh, to them as part of the compensation plan. And of course, she can always top up uh, with uh, any other medical insurance plan if she requires. And uh, Elvin, and uh, Rita mentioned um, her investment strategy, which is um, to invest in funds. And she mentioned because of the job nature, because of regulatory reasons, she can only invest in certain products. Yeah. Um, do you have any better idea for Rita? And I, I know that in Hong Kong, the, the regulations is very tight. So uh, for people working in the financial institutions, they may be restricted to uh, certain types of products for their own investment. And maybe they need to also report uh, regularly or for every time they buy uh, new investments, they need to report to the companies. But Which makes it very difficult. You need yeah, to let your right. boss know you buy yeah, and then yeah, yeah. the price it's, moves. It's one <laughs> and also that maybe the timing is another yeah. issue. You cannot buy in the best time. Timing, you think so. There's, uh, I, I know they are worried about this. But as uh, Rita mentioned, uh, maybe she's just interesting about some uh, high growth stock. Uh, you know that uh, the price has a very big jump in the past few uh, months, and it went up ac- actually a few months. And but she, due to the restrictions, she cannot buy it, and she cannot benefit from it. And this is uh, maybe it. It makes her think that she should have some more choices. But on the other hand, and we should actually not just focus on the returns. Uh, a proper financial plan uh, should consider both risk and return. So first of all, I think the return should start from investment objectives and time horizon. If the investment period is just a few years, just like what you plan to have the son going to uh, to overseas studies, so I don't think she should put all the money in the aggressive single stocks like the Tencent. There, uh, there should be many choices actually in the funds uh, offered by the banks. So maybe she can study more on the products of uh, the bank uh, that can offer to her first. And also, before making any investments, she should also ensure sufficient emergency cash and insurance protections. And other than the, the, the funds uh, in, in, in a global uh, financial market like Hong Kong, I think uh, stocks and funds are just some choices. She may also consider other things which can match her risk profile. That was Alvin Lam, money coach from Skylar Professional Development.